You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Several things in my heart, but we'll just, I just want us to look at a few, a few of them and then, um, yeah, we'll pray. We have been looking at the, the breed that God is raising for some time now. Yes? Are you part of that breed? Okay. You are. Oh. I think I am too. <laughs> yeah. Let's look at uh, Psalm 84. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Make us sombro dusto kubustaha. Ziga badige duskenemi nosto. Empasistikonomusto. How lovely is your tabernacle, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, yes, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out. For the loving God, for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home. And the swallow a nest for herself. Where she may lay her young. Even your altars, O Lord of hosts. My King and my God. Hmm? Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They will still be praising you. Blessed is the man whose strength is in you, whose heart is set on pilgrimage as they pass through the valley of Baca. Hmm? They make it a spring. The rain also covers it with pools. They go from strength to strength. Each one appears before God in Zion. O Lord, God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. O God, behold our shield and look upon the face of your anointed. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man who trusts in you. Glory to God. These are people that have learned to trust God. People that know how to trust God no matter what. Yes? People whose trust will never be shaken. Never. Nothing will shake them. And I know that you are part of these people. Yeah, 
You're part of these people. Verse 4 said, Blessed are those who dwell in your house. Do you dwell in his house? Or do you dwell in your complex? <laughs> I know you dwell in your house, but you need to dwell in his house. Yeah. Because if you dwell in his house, there is nothing you cannot face. There is nothing you cannot deal with. Yes? They will still be praising him. Nothing will take away your praise. But you need to be firmly secured in his house. It's not the time to float around. Okay, it doesn't say blessed are those who float around. No, it doesn't say blessed are those who go from place to place. No, their dwelling place is the house of the Lord. You need to be rooted. In fact, you need to deepen your roots. Are you getting me? Yeah. So, the word to dwell connotes permanence. Are you getting me? Yeah. When you fill forms, sometimes they ask you for your permanent address. Am I correct? Yeah. So, your permanent address should be his house. It should be his house. That's the only place. No matter what, they know where to find you. They'll find you in his house. If they are not sure where to find you, <laughs> then you need to work harder. Come on. Yes. So, there is a blessing in dwelling in his house. That's what I'm saying. There is a blessing that comes with just dwelling. And that blessing will cause you to praise him. Again and again. It says, blessed is the man whose strength is in you. Your strength should not be in you, but in him. So, when you feel weak, guess what? Your strength is not in you. Your strength is not in you. So, when you feel weak, you need to remind yourself that your strength is in Him, not in you. Is there anyone who has felt weak lately? Yes? You've, you've, you've been there. We've all been there. But when you feel weak, remember, your strength is not in you, but your strength is in Him. This is why we're going to defy the enemy. This is why we are going to 
fulfill the mandate because the strength is not in us. Our secret is not in us. Do you understand what I'm saying? Our secret is in Him. He is our secret. He is our strength. Sometimes we like to say, the Lord is your strength. Have you heard that before? The Lord is your strength. When somebody is going through something, you look at them. Don't just say, oh, shame. No, don't say that. What does shame have to do? How does shame bless them? Huh? Oh, shame. Because everybody says shame. You now begin to say shame. No, speak strength to them. Yeah. So, because this is a breed that is going to talk different. Yeah, they'll talk different. You don't talk like every other person. Some Christians, I hear them talk. My goodness. I'm shocked. I'm, I'm shocked. Where is this coming from? Huh? Where is it coming from? Not from his house. Definitely not from his house. So, when you talk like them, they know that you are part of them. <laughs> you must not talk like them. Yes. So your strength is in the Lord. Your strength is in the Lord. Your hope is in the Lord. Your faith is in the Lord. He is your secret. He is my secret weapon. I don't know about you. It's my secret weapon. They say, how can you keep standing after going through all of this? Because my strength is not in me. Yes. What happened? What again about them? Their heart is set on pilgrimage. Not to Mecca. No. On pilgrimage. They are on a journey. Where? <laughs> You'll get it. It says, Their heart is set on pilgrimage as they pass through the valley of Baca. As they pass through their va the valley of Baca, they make it a spring. The rain also covers it with pools. You know what Baca means? Baca means sorrow. Weeping. Yes. So when you are going through and you are weeping, you are going through pain, when you are in the valley, guess what? It's a pilgrimage. It's not your address. Remember, your address is his house. And his house is not the valley. Yes, his house is not the valley, so you are not supposed to behave as though the valley is your destination. One of the things that 
uh, the Lord said to me about this breed is that they will be so versatile because in the valley they are on top. On the mountain, oh my God, they're dominating. In every situation, different conditions, they will rise to the top. No matter where you put them, they will find their way to the top again. That is what we're talking about. So they pass through the valley. God has to ensure that they master the valley. So when you find yourself in a valley, tell yourself it's time to gain mastery over this. And there are many valleys that the enemy has planned for, for God's people. But guess what? When you are in, don't assume the position of a victim. Don't. Even, even those who are in the valley of the shadow of death. When you are there, that's not the time to be afraid. That is the time to master the valley of the shadow of death. The valley of the shadow of death is a place. That, you know, there are some of you that are already there. It's just that you don't know yet. Huh? But let me describe it to you. The valley of the shadow of death is a place where death is so close that he casts his shadow on you. How many people have been there lately? Have you been there? You know what I'm talking about? You feel as though I'm about to die now. I'm about to die now. Eh? If, you've, if you've been there, it's the valley of the shadow of death. So death comes. He's standing there. He can't take you. Do you understand? He can't touch you. But he can only cast his shadow on you. He only cast his shadow on you. And what happens is that when he casts his shadow on you, guess what? People believe that it's time to go. You know that many Christians have died before their time because they were in the valley and they didn't know. They thought it was an appointment. It's not an appointment. It's not an appointment. It's the valley of the shadow of death. So, you have to master different valleys. That's just what I'm trying to say. Different valleys. You find yourself, if it's the valley of weeping, weep, but move after that. You cannot remain weeping all your life. Hallelujah. Yeah. You weep and then after that you get up, you dust yourself. You are set on pilgrimage. Do you understand? Your heart is set on pilgrimage. Your heart is not set on the valley. Your heart is not set on the valley. And the problem is that many of God's people don't realize all these phases that they have to go through. And it's all part of the formation 
of, the, of this indomitable group of people. So the time will come when you, when you get into the valley of the shadow of death, you say, hey, I've been here before. Come on. And it's, uh, you, you'll be rescuing people from there. You can go into valleys and bring people out. That's what it's about. You are experiencing it because of people. There are people you have to rescue. There are people who are in chains. There are people who are bound. There are people who cannot see the way out. Yeah, look at it, Psalm 23 verse 4. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Can you see? It's a walkthrough. Come on, say it's a walkthrough. Yeah, it's a walkthrough. So you are not dwelling there. You are walking through. You are walking through. So you cannot be afraid. Yeah, no evil will befall you. No evil will befall you. Wake up and speak the word of God. Declare it. Declare it. Tell yourself, I'm just walking through. I'm just walking through. Just walking through. This is a breed that will not be discouraged. Do you know how frustrating it will be to the devil when he does everything and you are just getting stronger? Everything he throws at you just makes you more formidable. <laughs> it is a hard job to be a devil, I'm telling you. It is a tough job to be a devil. Oh my goodness. Especially when you are faced with this breed of people. Yeah. There's nothing you will do that will be effective. Why will you not be afraid? Huh? He is with you. Come on. He is with you. You don't feel like it, but I'm telling you. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. What other, what other assurance do you want? What other word do you want? I will never leave you nor forsake you. He's there with you. Right there. Oh, pastor, I don't feel him. So what? Your feelings are behind. <laughs> yeah. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Not as many as are led by feelings. Hmm? Come on. Because many people are led by feelings. No, I feel this about this. <laughs> All right. Well done. There's a place for feelings, but know that feelings are not meant to lead. They have their place, but not... Is not to lead. <laughs> Leadership belongs to the spirit, not to the feelings. Alright? So when you are in a valley, your feelings go crazy. And your feelings want to take leadership. Your feelings want to take leadership. 
and you need to master them. Because you need to train your feelings how to behave in a valley. Come on. Yeah. Your feelings need to learn how to handle weeping. The valley of weeping. The valley of the shadow of death. They need to learn how to handle all the valleys of life. Yes. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen? Okay, back to Psalm 84. So you are passing through the valley, right? But the interesting thing about this is that because of who you are and because of what you are carrying, when you pass through the valley, you transform it. Come on. You are carrying something that transforms the valley. That transforms the place of weeping. Hi! Can you see that? They make it a spring. You go there, other people go there and they're weeping. There's no hope. Then when you go there, things begin to spring forth. What is that? Life. Freshness begins to rise. Why? Because you are passing through. So you can see that even your passing through is for a mission to transform. Listen, we're going to transform this community. We're going to transform this nation as we're passing through. By the time people look behind you, they'll see something else. Come on. Yeah. In that office where you are, you need to transform it. You need to release some life into that place. Let something begin to spring forth. Now people will say, wow, when you came here. You know, you, if you look at the life of Joseph, you'll see that that's how he was. When he got into Potiphar's house, the guy transformed the place. As he walks, I mean, as he walks, the thing just begins to flourish. <laughs> Everywhere. Huh? Potiphar said, I have I have realized it. My goodness, this guy. Since you came, everything has begun to flourish. Why? He brought a spring. Yes. Same thing happened to Jacob with Laban. He won. The man was busy cheating him. Dead times. Changes wages. Listen. If you cheat me, I don't care. What I'm carrying is more than what you are eating. Come on. Hallelujah. That's the kind of mindset you need to have. You need to have that. Somebody was complaining to me one day. Oh, this person has done this to me. He has taken this. I said to him, what he has stolen from you, is that going to prosper him? Aren't you worth more than that? Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. You need to know what you carry. You need to be aware that you are not just ordinary. In case you don't know, I'm telling you this morning. You are not ordinary. You are extraordinary. You're extraordinary. Yes. 
So you make it a spring. Rain also covers it with pools. Just because you're passing. Just as you're passing. As you're passing. God is doing things. That means God is working with you. Do you understand? You see the Israelites, they passed through the wilderness. It became, you know, springs of water. Rivers flowing in the wilderness. Just because God's people are passing. Just because God's people are passing. I'm telling you, we are going to change things. We have what it takes. And this is not just mere talk. It is a historical fact and it is a biblical fact. Telling you. It's a truth that has been established already. So this should be your reality. You don't allow the valley to define you. You define it. You define it because you are walking with the creator himself. He is with you there. The one who made the valleys is with you. And he knows how to transform the valley. He knows how to transform the valley. He will transform it. Just allow him to do his work. You do yours. Keep walking and keep praising. Do you understand? Don't allow anything to take away your praise. Don't lose your praise for any circumstance. Come on, next verse. Look, he says, Come on, let's read it together. One, two, three. They go from strength to strength, each one appears before God in Zion. Come on. From strength to strength. That means there are degrees of strength. Come on. Every visit releases some strength. Every appearance, you receive an impartation of strength. Every time you get into his house, there should be strength. Every time you go before his face, there should be strength. So this is a company that appears before God. This is a generation that seek his face. They seek his face because in his face there is strength. In his face there is life. In his face there is power. Come on. So, you are not just facing the valley. You are in the valley, but you are before his face. Come on. Yes. So the, your most precious, your most precious possession should be your relationship with him. His face is more important. David says, you can take anything from me, but don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Is that not so? Anything. You can take the kingdom if you want. You can strip me, but let me have the Spirit. Why? Because with the Spirit, He'll get back everything. (laughs) He'll get back everything. Yes. So, we go from strength to strength, from one level of strength to the other, 
until you become like David. Amen. Hmm? The feeble among us shall be like who? Like David. The weakest. Can you imagine? And then together we'll be like God. That's what he said in Zechariah. Isn't it? Hmm? Can you open that scripture, Zechariah? Come on. I want you to know that God has got so much in store for us. Zechariah chapter 12. Verse 8 says, In that day the Lord will defend the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Hmm? The one who is feeble among them in that day shall be like David. <laughs> Can you see that? And the house of David shall be like God. Like the angel of the Lord before them. Come on. Can you see that? So, we are talking about a kind of strength that does not lie in you. But it lies in the Lord. And it is hinged upon your relationship with Him. And that's why you must value that more than anything. The enemy will do all he can to break your relationship with God. Huh? He attacks you because of your relationship with God. He attacks you. Why? To cast doubt. For you to think God has abandoned you. For you to think God does not love you. For you to think that God has changed his mind about you. Come on. Yeah. If God really loved you, why would you be going through this valley? What you need to tell him is, Satan, you need to realize something. I am not in this valley alone. So if God didn't love me, he would not be in this with me. Come on. Yeah. Yes. Oh, what about these challenges? The challenges. Did you read the scripture, Satan? Huh? If I pass through the fire, I will not be burned. Even if you are in the fire, this is a breed that will walk through fire. They will walk through fire. They will walk through valleys. They will walk through storms. They will walk through, you know, every kind of condition. But then when they come out, oh my God, <laughs> they will come out with God himself. By the end of the journey, they will look like God. <laughs> At the start of the journey, they were like David. But by the end of the journey, they are like God. <laughs> Shoo! Hoo, hoo, hoo. Come on, next verse. Let's see. Verse 8. It says, O Lord of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Selah. Huh? O oh God, behold our shield and look upon the face of your anointed. Of course, you are there 
face to face. So he has to look upon your face. There is something. There is something there. Hmm? Yeah. Then he says, for a day in your courts is better than a thousand. A thousand. Where? Wherever. A day in his courts is better than a thousand in Buckingham Palace. A day in his courts is better than a thousand. Where? Where do you want to call it? Hmm? Wherever. Anywhere. Yes. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. I want to be a doorkeeper at the door. At the door. You know, some people believe, um, some people say that this was actually um, a statement from Obadidim. You remember Obadidim? Obadidim was the one that took the Ark of the Covenant when they were bringing it from the Philistines and, and Uzzah died. David would not have anything to do with the Ark. So Obadidim, the Ark was taken to his house. And when the ark was taken to his house, guess what? His house prospered. He began to prosper and prosper and prosper. And after some time, they came to tell David, Wow, that guy is, is become mega now. Huh? And David says, Oh my, we need to bring it back. <laughs> bring the ark. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go study, find the proper order and bring it. After they took the ark, Obadidah moved, followed the ark, and became a doorkeeper. And he says, I would rather be a doorkeeper in his house. Okay, if I can't have it in my house, let me be there. Even to stand by the door, I'm okay. I'm satisfied being by the door. I'm satisfied being the usher. I am okay with that. I would rather be an usher in God's house than to be before the emperor, than to be before the king. No, 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 no. I would rather be there. Hallelujah. There's something about his presence. There is something about his presence. You need to develop a consciousness of his presence. Even when you don't feel him. In fact, most of the time you won't feel him. But don't put your faith in your feelings. Put your faith in his word. You know, sometimes I face certain situations and say, Lord, I, can't know, I don't know how to get out of this. I don't know how to wangle my way through this. But I know you're with me. So that, that gives me security. I know that I'll come out on top. Why? Because I'm not alone. I'm not alone. You are with me. You have promised never to leave me, nor to forsake me. Yes, you are with me. And Lord... Let's just get through this together. And it's interesting. At the end of the day, you just find the way things work out. 
I said, wow. I didn't know it would happen like this. Yes. Without fail. He has never failed. He has never failed. But many of us, we're just too independent. Yes? Very independent. He says, um, verse 11, For the Lord is a sun and shield. Come on. Can you see that? Not S-O-N. S-U-N. The Lord is a sun and shield. You know, we get a lot from the sun. You know, without the sun, there's no life. There'll be no life on earth. Without the sun, there will be no photosynthesis. If there's no photosynthesis, there's no food. If there's no food, you are dead. Am I correct? Yeah. The Lord is a sun. And shield. He's your shield. Huh? He will give grace and what? Glory. Come on. Yes. He's going to give grace. Grace. Unmerited favor, undeserved ability, undeserved strength. Come on. He will give undeserved opportunities. The Lord will give grace. He will give grace. He will give favor. Not only that, He will give glory. Your life will be glorious. He do be glorious. Yeah. As a matter of fact, if you look at your life, hmm, take stock. Three years ago and now, you will see tokens of his favor. You will see undeniable tokens of his glory. Is there any witness in the house? Yes. Hallelujah. It is the Lord. He is working. He's working. It is real. It's real. Yeah. He says, no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Come on. Did you see that? Is it in your Bible? No good thing will he withhold. Is it a good thing? He's not going to withhold it. Oh, but what about what I'm going through? That's not the truth. It's a fact that you're going through that. But the truth is, no good thing will he withhold. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's the truth about it. So, listen, we're going to get to a point where people will be jealous of us. I'm serious. The Lord has told us that. He, people are going to be jealous of us. Why? Because how can you be so favored? How can you be so blessed? You must be doing something. And they begin to investigate. They want to find something. What, 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 what is she doing? How, how is it possible? Can you stand this? That's why you have to go through this process. Because you need to be able to handle this. You see, you need to be able to handle that kind of blessing. You need to be able to handle that weight of glory. 
You need to be able to handle this kind of favor. You need to be able to handle it. Some people don't know how to handle favor. Come on. Yeah. Some people have complicated their lives because they were favored beyond their ability to handle and to manage. There are many cases I can give you. Many, 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 many instances. I'm telling you. Some of them, you are aware of them. But won't go there. Hallelujah. Yes. Just walk uprightly. Come on. Walk uprightly. The Lord is a sun and shield. The Lord is a sun and shield. He will give grace and glory. He will give grace and glory to this breed of people. He will give grace and glory to us as a people. He will give grace and glory. Yes, yes, no good thing will he withhold from us. He will not withhold anything good from us. Amen. Bible says that he gives us all things richly to enjoy. No good thing will he withhold. Do you understand? Listen to me. If you have uh, if you have a vow with poverty, break that vow. Please, break that vow. Destroy it. Kill it. Bury it. Because as you walk with him, there are things he's going to begin to do in your life. Yeah. There are things that will not be withheld from you. There are things God will begin to speak to people to do things for you. He will speak to people. He will speak to them. He will speak to them. Give them dreams. Give them visions. Speak to them. And say, do this for my daughter. Do this for my child. I'm telling you. He will do it. He will do it. I've experienced it before. And that was just introduction. Because I know the real stuff is about to begin. Amen. And you're part of that. I say you're part of it. Amen. People will just begin, they'll call you, they say, I don't know, I don't know why. I cannot sleep. I just keep thinking about you all the time. Can you come? Let's meet. What do you want? <laughs> yes. You will hear those kind of testimonies in this house. Okay? Yeah. They say, oh, we, we, we thought about this, we thought about this, we're going to do this, and all of that. But for some reason, your name just keeps appearing. It just keeps popping up all the time. And everybody cannot stop talking about you. Can you please come? Let's talk. Yeah, but you have to go through the valley of weeping to get there. There is a passage. People will like what is at the end. But don't, they don't like the root. <laughs> huh? Can you imagine? You are trying to get somewhere. And they say this is the way. And you refuse to go there. But you want to be there. How? Let's wake up. Hallelujah. 
I believe that the Lord is infusing strength into you. Both, of the, the, both those here and those who will be listening by the podcast, there is strength being infused. You are receiving strength. You are being fortified. Amen. You are being strengthened. You are moving from strength to strength. You, are, you, are, you have become stronger. Just by listening to, to, to this message, you are already stronger than you were when you started. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.